Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com with the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. You think we've gotten too radical with our message? Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, Put them together for Wednesday on B&E. And like yeah, May 24th, Buck. May 24th uh, always will be a sad day for you and me with uh, the anniversary of the passing of our good friend Sean Adams. Yep. Um, years ago now, and obviously now every year, May 24th, with uh, the Uvalde tragedy of last year happened on this day. And uh, only one year later, families of the 21 victims still grieving, obviously, and will never get over that grief. That was uh, one year ago today, so our thoughts and prayers with those folks in the city of Uvalde and everyone involved. Terrible day. Terrible, terrible day. Young people gunned down in the uh, prime of their lives, and we uh, never got to get to the prime of their lives, unfortunately. So uh, really, really. 10, 11 years old. The oldest was, I think, 11 years old of the children yes, and two teachers. Uh, gut-wrenching, for sure. And, yeah, Sean Adams, our good friend, from my former co-host and uh uh, did a show with Sean for, for several years uh, here at the radio station. And his famous, uh, our buddy Chris Bennett has put out a tweet uh, with Sean that says that one, something Sean was always famous for saying, the dream is free, the hustle is sold separately. Go to work. Always a good one. Sean had all the, all the Sean-isms, but that is right. You can have the dream, but if you're not willing to work for it, it's probably not going to happen. No. It's so, just a uh, dream. May the 24th. Unless you're Vince Young. What do you mean? Worked his tail off that guy, Vy. I need it. Yeah, but you don't got to work anymore. You just live off that. <laughs> By the way, no problem. No problem with that. He's I was, my hero. We'll save this for tomorrow's conversation because tomorrow is Buck Off Thursday, and you know you always hold some Buck Offs in reserve. At least I do. This whole new ESPN list of the top quarterbacks, top twenty-five quarterbacks since two thousand, that has Baker Mayfield at the top. Come on, man. Who are we kidding? What? Yeah. They ranked the top 25 college football quarterbacks since 2000. And Baker Mayfield is number one. That trophy thing. Who's your number one? He doesn't have a trophy. Uh, Tim Tebow would be the most accomplished quarterback. Baker won the Heisman. He has that trophy. But national championships are the separator. Rings are the separator. It's got to be Tim Tebow or V.Y. Yeah. Cam Newton. T.Y.'s three. Cam Newton's two. Um, On that list, Cam Newton's two and V.Y.'s three? Yeah. And Tim Tebow's not even... Tim Tebow's in the top five. I don't have it in front okay. of me, but it's Tebow. He won I mean, two national championships, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he won... Yeah. I mean, he was part of two national championship winning mm-hmm. teams. He was one of the most you know, dominant players in the in the best conference, in the Southeastern Conference. The numbers he posted, rushing in, 
you know, scoring touchdowns, leading Urban Meyer's team. I'd put Baker Mayfield probably 10, around the 10 to 11 range. Though. Well, look, I mean, the, Baker, this is not to because I know Lake Travis fans will get fired up about Baker. Baker was a great player. Uh, and Baker, you know, went to New York three times. He won the Heisman Trophy. And, you know, but here's the thing I would add every quarterback in Lincoln Riley's system flourishes and ends up in New York. No, whether it's Kyler Murray or Jalen Hurts or Baker or now Caleb Williams, if you play in Lincoln Riley's offense, you're probably going to New York City. <laughs> uh, that's just stands to reason. That's not to take anything away from the player, but it's kind of built into how they operate. And at the same time, you, you didn't win a national championship, uh, didn't, which the other quarterbacks do, which would separate when you start ranking them. I think it would have to be that would have to be than. part of the ranking. Yes. And we always say with uh, our man Vince Young, who just celebrated his 40th birthday last week. If Vince had come back for his senior season, because remember, he left after his junior year. Oh, yeah. So it was really only two years. I mean, Vince redshirted. He didn't play a lot as a freshman. But then as a sophomore and a junior, he was the most dynamic player in college football. Led Texas to -to back-to-back Rose Bowl wins, the thrilling moments. Uh, But then he left. So it was really only a two-year resume. Uh, So it doesn't include a Heisman Trophy. It does include a national championship. If he had come back for that senior year behind that offensive line with that team, if he doesn't get hurt, he's going back-to-back. I mean, the Longhorns are winning it again. Colt McCoy came in and won 10 games with that football team and won a, won a bowl game. Uh, if Vince comes back, not only does he win the Heisman, if healthy, he also wins another national championship, which would put him at the top of that list and would have put Vince at the top of any list. What about Matt Leiner? What about Matt Leiner? I'll, I'll get the list so we can look at it, but uh, I'm going to give a buck off to that because Baker Mayfield won. Who are we kidding? No, that's... That's a lot right there. I would think Tim well, Tebow and And look, you talked to Oklahoma fans, and we have before. Would They would tell you that at the historic program that Oklahoma is, Baker Mayfield is arguably the best player that program's ever had. Um, now, I would disagree with them on that, but as far as what a level of accomplishment, conference championships, the Heisman Trophies, the trips to, to New York, mm-hmm. everything they did. And let's also remember Baker started as a walk-on at Texas Tech and started there. And then and walked on at Oklahoma. And walked on at Oklahoma. Yeah. So, Again, it's not to knock him. It's to uh, to say that I think national championship should be a criteria to be the number one, at least one of them. Um, and for your guy Doug Flutie, Buck, that was he was. This was from two thousand on, two thousand to now, the uh, qu- quarterbacks. So we'll we'll do more on that tomorrow. But uh, I didn't. I'm bucking off Baker Mayfield at one. Like Cam, it's a Cam terrible pick. Cam Newton at two. Cam Newton carried Auburn to a national championship. That was not a great. Auburn team. No. There's not one player from that team that's in the NFL anymore. Yeah, he carried that team. He won games for them. Now, because Vince Young did the same for Texas, but at the same time, that team was great. I mean, Texas put a ton of dudes into the National yes, Football League off of that team, uh, and that was a loaded group. Uh, but Vince was the tip of the uh, spear. Joe Burrow? Forgot about him. I got to get the list so I can. I, I, Joe Burrow's on it. He's got to be. That's the arguably the best season ever yeah. from a quarterback, college quarterback. But best resume for over the last 23 seasons, it would be Tim Tebow. Uh, just for the level of accomplishment with the Heisman and the championships, all three um, would be. It was over the course of multiple years, too, for Tim Tebow. Unlike, yeah, I would say over the years he would be number one. Uh, unlike, uh, you know, Cam Newton was a one-year guy. Vince was a two-year guy, really. And, again, if he comes back for a third, there's no debate about Vince. I mean, that would have been rewrite the record books, for crying out loud. Hey, let's get to the other headlines, though. Trending topics to start a busy Wednesday. Top Gun Equipment Rentals bring you that news, and it starts with Longhorn Baseball. Longhorns will open up play in the Big 12 tournament today. 12-30 is the one seed facing Kansas. Yesterday, Longhorns had eight players honored about the all-conference teams that were announced, including Longhorn left-hander Lucas Gordon. 
named the Pitcher of the Year in the Big 12 Conference yesterday. Uh, he also was first team all Big 12, obviously. He's the second long one in the last three years to be named Big 12 Pitcher of the Year, the eighth all-time. Texas's Friday night Starter was joined on that first team by LeBaron Johnson Jr., the Longhorns' number two starter. Also, the catcher Garrett Gilmet, the outfield duo of Porter Brown and Dylan Campbell, also first team selections. Peyton Powell made the second team as an infielder. Eric Kennedy, honorable mention with his 16 home runs as an outfielder. And uh, first baseman Jared Thomas, named to the all freshman team, also made honorable mention. West Virginia's Randy Mazie, named coach of the year in the conference. And their second baseman, J.J. Weatherholt, named the conference's player of the year. College Hoops, official word from Texas basketball yesterday that the program has released top prospect Ron Holland from his national letter of intent. The five-star small forward from Duncanville signed with uh, the Longhorns as part of that 2023 recruiting class, but announced in late April that he is reopening his recruitment. CBS Sports' John Rothstein reporting that Holland plans to visit the NBA's G League Ignite program in Vegas this week. In NBA playoff action last night, quite the turnaround for the Boston Celtics on South Beach. Down 3-0 in the series with Miami, down 9 in the third quarter. Boston went on to outscore the Heat 48-22 to over the next 14 minutes and turned Game 4 into a win, 116-99. Perhaps the series turned around there as they head back to Boston for Thursday night's Game 5. Jason Tatum had 34. NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, not a good night at all for the Dallas Stars. They're now in a 3-0 hole in their best-of-seven series with the Golden State or with the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, they lost last night 4-0. Uh, not a good night at all. Major League Baseball, Rangers beat the Pirates 6-1 behind Nathan Eovaldi's complete game. Astros lost in Milwaukee 6-zip. Uh, and Round Rock lost in Albuquerque uh, 13-4 tonight. Q2 Stadium should be another packed house when Austin FC hits the pitch for a sixth time already this month. It's uh, a round of 16 match against the Chicago Fire in the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup. That match starts at 8 o'clock. Horn Headlines brought to you by Top Gun Rentals and Lawn Equipment. Come see one of the many reasons your mama loves us this month by getting select Toro and Hustler zero-turn mowers for up to 26% off. TopGun.net, we'll shoot you straight. Uh, oh, let me say this. Sean Adams did not die on this day. Sean Adams would have had a birthday today. Yes. My apologies. Yeah, Sean died in this September. Sept- yeah, it- Passed away in September. Yeah, I was. that was a trip back that I took with him. Yes, my apologies for that. In the Big 12. I just saw Chris send the, send the tweet. Meetings. And... Uh, was about to mention this Uvalde uh, tragedy, but you know, yeah, Sean's birthday would have been today. Mm-hmm. I would have had a birthday, and wish he was celebrating a birthday today. Uh, this says Baker was taking money from my buddies in college. This says Baker got a perfect ten for sticking that landing against the Little Rock PD. Yeah, that was the Highway Patrol, right? Arkansas Highway Patrol. He can't even outrun the the cop. Come on, that Baker. was a poor attempt. That was, and he was banged his dumb. head pretty good. You know, he had a very nice career. Yeah. Watched him, Bucky. Do you remember his senior year at Lake Travis? When I was I was doing did, games. He did no. new games in. Oh man, he he threw a beautiful pass that beat Westlake on like the last thirty seconds of the game. It was and then ran down the sideline like air humping the Westlake fans. <laughs> Say air humping. Yes, air humping. He was he he was always that way, which I appreciated. He was you know, he as was, much as I hated him. He was brash. Yes, he was. Yes. Um, I respect. That. I remember. I don't. I'm not a fan as a, as a parent. Not a fan. Uh, never was. It was well, Johnny Manziel preceded him. And Johnny it was different Man- Johnny Manziel, though. It- it's different but similar. I mean, Johnny Manziel, we saw him one time score a touchdown, go to the, like, as he scores, he looks up at the visiting student section, flips him off, and then grabs his. It was his, less about <laughs> football for Johnny Manziel. I, it, I'm talking about in high school when he was oh, at Kerrville. Oh, high school. Well, at Kerrville. For Baker, he did that kind of stuff, but it was purely out of, like, a competitive spirit 
Like, I, I don't know. Like John, when, he, like John, when he planted the Oklahoma flag in the middle of the okay, field I, of Columbus. I think Baker is a far better person off the field than, than Johnny is. I think that's what I'm trying to get at. Uh, okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Uh, but especially at the high school level, Buck, you cover high school football. We cover high school. I mean, the brashness, someone should, should curtail that. You gotta have some swag. You know, swag's one. There's a difference between swag and what Baker Mayfield and Johnny Manziel were doing, in my opinion. You can have swag. You can yeah, be confident. You can still be, yeah, you can be confident without all that. Uh, and and yes, Manziel took it to a whole different level. Um, but more than anything, you have to be able to back that all up, and both of them did really. Oh, they were good. You know, and then the level of performance, notwithstanding, I mean, those guys oh. were great players. But you know, do it with some class. Act like you've been there, that kind of stuff. Sportsmanship still counts at some level. No, sportsmanship always counts. And uh, but I always thought, you know, hearing stories of Johnny Manziel at Kerrville, it's like, where's his, where's his parents? I mean, if I did anything like that, my dad would have come out of the stand. You would have come out of the stand. I would have. I've already you, told my kids about. You wouldn't they, let your kids playing soccer take their jerseys off. Oh, uh, they couldn't fly like airplanes <laughs> around if they didn't celebrate with their teammates. I was coming out of the stands, and they were horrified because they knew I would come out of the stands. Well, that's good parent parenting. I don't know if it is, but. I just know that I wouldn't. I wouldn't do all that. Well, the I, thing about Johnny football is he got to do that, and there was no repercussion. The coach didn't do anything about it because he was really good. The parents didn't do anything about it, and that became the problem with Johnny. He was, you know, he was not raised with a lot of supervision. He was just a rich kid. From yeah, well, from East Texas, actually, he had to get. They had to get out of Kerr, out of uh, Tyler, get get somewhere get to get off the, Yeah, get on out um, with Johnny Mansell. But uh, yeah, we know that career did not go great. But Baker Mayfield again, top five, fine, top five, fine as the best quarterbacks in college football in the last 20, 23 years, but uh, not one is all I'm saying. Uh, no, that I most recent text right there about splitting hairs on on Baker and Johnny and who's the bigger D-bag. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and, of course, Ty likes both of them. Ty's, like, all in. Ty's in with the swag. I'm not – no, I hate both those guys. I'm just saying, like, I – I think Baker's debagness comes a little bit more out of out of uh, competitive nature than Johnny. I think he cares a little bit more about how he looks off the field. Well, I'm, I'm, I was a Baker fan, but Baker is know. also the guy who did a million commercials in a matter of six months. So <laughs> he became the insurance guy. Oh yeah, man, living at the it. stadium. Now he's uh, trying to win a starting job in Tampa uh, with the Buccaneers. Hey, so uh, how about this piece of news? We talked earlier. We got into a Cowboys conversation because. Uh, I don't even know. Because Ty's dreaming. No, we're talking about the walk to Dallas because we're talking about people driving to Dallas today to go to the to the Big 12 yes. baseball tournament. And someone texted and said, hey, you ready to walkie uh, if the Cowboys win the Super Bowl. You know, it's going to get harder and harder to win the Super Bowl. You, you see the latest with the Kansas City Chiefs who have been in three of the last five and they've been an overtime loss at home to being in five straight with Patrick Mahomes. Should have been in another. No, two others. Remember, Joe Burrow and Tom Brady beat Patrick Mahomes on their own field yep. in overtime to prevent Patrick Mahomes from being in five consecutive Super Bowls. Then dude lined up offsides. Yeah, that was the that was the Brady game when New England went to the Super Bowl. And yep. then Joe Burrow with Cincinnati went in there and, and beat him, came from behind and beat the Chiefs. Other than that, Joe, Joe, you know, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs have lived in the Super Bowl. And they're trying to get back again this year. Do you see who may be trending towards landing in KC when he's released? Oh, I saw that. Yeah, this would they need another wide receiver. DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, word is Arizona. They've tried to trade their their wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins, and there's no takers because he's due thirty million dollars this year. Way too expensive. And so most and the other reason people aren't willing to trade for him is that they assume he's going to be released. 
because the Cardinals are going to tank this year without Kyler Murray and a new coach, and they're putting trying to line up for draft picks next year. Um, they don't look to be very competitive in the desert. Right. It's not the. I mean, they don't have to tank. They're going to be bad. Right. And so why not? Sure. Give, why not? You know, you're going to have to pay the money, but let DeAndre Hopkins go as part of that tanking. Yeah. And um, you know, he would then be able to sign wherever. And the Chiefs are trending as the most popular or the most likely landing spot. I'm, I'm getting Julio Jones vibes from him, though. Not me. He's going to go up somewhere with big expectations. No, not at that place he would. Not, not me. Not on that team. Well, no, no. yeah, he'd, he'd you contribute, imagine? but he's not going to be at, at, like, prime DeAndre Hopkins. Well, no. That would be unfair if he doesn't have to be. I mean, he yeah. doesn't have to be. With, with Patrick Mahomes, he just he just won a Super Bowl with Juju Smith-Schuster and Travis Kelsey, for crying out loud. Losing Tyreek Hill didn't matter. Uh, so, I mean, gosh, DeAndre Hopkins is a red zone threat, a guy that can win one-on-one matchups. He's going to get a lot of one-on-ones because you got to deal with Travis Kelsey and the sure. rest of that receiving core. That would be – and the, the ability for Patrick Mahomes to ad-lib and throw the ball where he needs to and let DeAndre go high-point the ball. Yeah, DeAndre is not about the money now. He's about trying to get a championship now. He's made plenty of money, yes. yes. Agreed. Uh, I don't get Julio Jones vibes on that at all. I get – that would be scary for the rest of the AFC. Uh, now the other team that's talking to him is Buffalo. I mean, and the, now that you know, talk about what could separate those two teams. They were so close just two years ago when they played that epic. Yeah, that didn't hurt Buffalo's passing game. overtime game in Kansas City. Remember that looked like for all the world, Josh Allen was taking his team to the Super Bowl with that win. And you know, Patrick Mahomes with what 17 seconds left, they pulled it out, uh, preventing the Bills from getting the Super Bowl last year without Brian Dayball as their offensive coordinator. Felt like the the Bills slid back a little bit. They also mm-hmm. had the Demar Hamlin situation. To deal with during the season, like I think, I think the Bills think they're going to be back. They, they've toughened up their defense. They've added, you know, um, who's the running back from New England, Damian uh, Damian Harris. Harris, to bring in some toughness to their running game, uh, which they need. And you know, they they drafted Dalton Kincaid, the their version of Travis Kelsey. They believe out of the uh, out of Utah in the draft in the first round. Uh, so, but you know, John Ray Hopkins is also talking to the Bills. He wants to go somewhere where he can win a championship. Well, yeah, that's what he's looking to do. Yeah, so you go to the Chiefs. Yes. <laughs> so you go to the Chiefs uh, is where you go. Or Buffalo. That's another place. I mean, originally Dallas. Was, no, not going to Dallas. Um, well, I mean, da- why go to Dallas? They're not going to throw the ball anyway. Yeah, they're, they're yeah, what do you need another wide receiver for? Well, Dallas would be interesting. He's a good downfield blocker for still, the run. You still need guys on the edge to block, right? <laughs> that's right. Well, I mean, look, I don't think that's crazy. Now, I mean, because right now you're doing doing dealing with CD Lamb, and especially if you can get this guy on the cheap, right? I mean, the the, the Cardinals are going to absorb the contract; they're going to eat that and move forward. But if they release him and he has his choice, the Cowboys better be in the conversation. I mean, why wouldn't you be? You have CD Lamb, you have Michael Gallup, and Brandon Cooks. Those are your receivers. Are you sold that that's everybody you need? When Dak Prescott has proven he needs more weapons, not less. And as a red zone presence, DeAndre Hopkins is still special. The ability to, you know, win win one on one battles. You have your tight end. Well, yeah, right. I mean, you're you're, you're hoping that the uh, Jake Ferguson can become your new, you know, go go to tight end along with the the second round pick you took out of Michigan at tight end. But man, I, the Cowboys better be in that. I don't know if they can, they're going to get him. Turd Ferguson. Turd Ferguson, yes. Turd Ferguson uh, is a, is a, is a nominee to be that. But man, he will they, be that if. Because you, it, you got way too many high hopes in that guy being getting as many catches as the tight end they just had. Seventy-five catches oh. for who? Jake Ferguson. Seventy-five. Pe- I think that's a bet I'll take. 
Okay. That's a bet I'll take right now. Sure. Yeah, that's a lot. 17 games, Whatever 75. What did Dalton Schultz have last year? Like 80-something? Like 100. Uh, did he really? I think so. He was the I mean, second leading be, receiver I on the football be team. wrong about that. I don't know. Well, a... you know, the Chiefs, you know, they think is a – look, they they are talking in Kansas City that they stole Kadarius Toney away from the okay, Giants. He had 57 catches last year. 57. 78th the year before. I still I'll, – I'll, if you want to bet that, Jake Ferguson, 75 catches this right, year. take that. Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl and I'm out. taking the 75 bet. I'm taking the 75 I'll bet. take the 75 Pro Bowl. Yeah. Uh, for Jake Ferguson out of Wisconsin. Uh, so, but, but think about this. In Kansas City, if they were to add DeAndre Hopkins to go with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey who are already there, they're talking in Kansas City like this Kadarius-Tony move. Remember when they traded oh, yeah. with the Giants for Kadarius-Tony out of Florida, who the Giants a whole year with them now? used the first-round pick? Yes, that he's having a great offseason and he's finally grown up a little bit. Getting out of New York, probably a good thing for him. And let's remember, Kadarius Tony, when he got to New York, you know, was before Brian Dayball, didn't really have a quarterback or a good offense. You know, Patrick Mahomes makes players better. I mean, that's why he's the greatest. He elevates everybody around him. Kadarius Tony has big time talent. And they think he could be the the heir apparent to what Tyreek Hill was for their offense as just a game breaker. You add DeAndre Hopkins to go with Travis Kelsey, who's still playing at a Hall of Fame level. What Andy Reid does, go ahead and put him in the Super Bowl again. Good grief. Go ahead and put him there in Vegas. That would be silly. Uh, our man Craig Flowers on the text line. This says, uh, just pulled a muscle doing the Baker Mayfield air hump. <laughs> <laughs> the air hump. I love that. That was Baker, baby. Got to do the air hump. This says, we'll take D-Hop in Philly and move Devontae Smith to slot. Yeah, that's just what the Cowboys need. You know what I'm no, saying? They don't need that. Uh, this is, I know I'm a Longhorn lifer, but I still believe V.Y. is the greatest college quarterback of all time. Well, you said you've seen great players. You said he was the best player you ever saw. Best I've ever seen, yeah. And I think that's a defendable debate. Now, if you're going to rank them and you've got to use resumes and you know total body of work, you know Vince does probably come in a little behind a Tim Tebow in my mind, and you, know, you can have the debate from there. But that's why I said if he came back for his senior year, there would be no debate because the, year, the numbers he would have put up as a senior with that team and all that talent – and potentially go back-to-back and win another national championship, and he would have been the Heisman frontrunner by a long shot uh, that year. I mean, remember, because he was runner-up to Reggie Bush, who won it, Vince would have been the odds-on favorite. He, oh, for some, sure. He would have had to get really hurt to not win the Heisman Trophy that year, and that team was really talented uh, that was coming back. He would have – there'd be no debate, because I think he would have solidified himself as the greatest quarterback and really player in college football history. Instead, he struck while the iron was hot, went to the NFL, and – Played nine years in the league. But uh, that's a good debate. We'll pick that up. Um, all right, we come back. We will uh, talk some Texas baseball. Coming on the heels of our conversation with head coach David Pierce yesterday. on What is this Longhorn team's ceiling now that they've kind of found their groove? Right at the right time. We'll talk that. Plus, Craig Way has his report. Your gossip and blitz for the end of the hour on a busy Wednesday. It's Bucky and Aaron. Good debates on a Wednesday before the top of the hour. Craig Way will have his report from Arlington ahead of today's Big 12 Baseball Tournament. Longhorns the one seed and have to be considered one of the favorites, if not the favorite, the way they close the season. Also had more members of the Big 12, all, all Big 12 first team than any team with five, including their number one and number two starting pitchers. Hey, uh, Buck, also before the top of the hour, we've got our salacious gossip segment. You know, Gwyneth Paltrow, remember her, famous for selling her famous Candles? candle? Yeah. 
She's got some new products out. She's an entrepreneur, Gwyneth Paltrow, and a new you know Father's Day's coming up. She's got well, some ideas for your pops that you may be interested in. I may cool. be interested in. We'll have that Gwyneth. Gwyneth going full entrepreneur. Save some money with that ski deal. Oh yeah, you got to watch that trial. She got, she got out of that. <laughs> she was not guilty. I love that you're getting to the age where you watch these court shows. All oh, the time. I love them because uh, you know state of Idaho is pretty scary. That's how Judge Wapner. Where my wife is from. That's how, yeah. That's how Judge Wapner and Judge Judy and all these people have became very very wealthy is court TV folks in your age bracket watching the courtroom drama. I don't, I'm, but so you, but you're watching the real court TV thing. You're not watching Judge oh, Joe no, Brown. Oh no, no, I'm not. I'm watching real <laughs> stuff. The real stuff. Real murderers. I mean, wow. Is your is your lovely wife still on jury duty? Or did uh, that end? She got out of it. Okay, good, good. Down in Hayes County. Yeah. Did you I mean, tell her what to say. Guilty. Oh come on, <laughs> jury of your peers. Yeah, innocent, guilty. Innocent until proven. No, guilty. guilty. I feel like that's a pretty easy thing to get out of. Well, no, no. I mean, there's a, you know, there were a whole, there's like 200 people. She said showed up for this deal. I know, but all you have to do is say some crazy stuff when they're interviewing you beforehand. Ty, I think you would, you'd be good at that. Yes, yeah. you would say some crazy stuff. Yes. Like, I don't oh, want to do this. see, listen, if we don't want to participate in our jury, system, you have to. That's you a part want, of your civic right. duty. I mean, we, I mean, you would want people to that are intelligent and well thought and well spoken to be on your jury. If you ever get put in that spot, you want. You want a bunch of knuckleheads on there like Bucky over there going, guilty. <laughs> Wait a minute. I didn't do it. Guilty it's anyway. Just rolling the dice. It's rolling the dice. You're just trying to get yeah, out of it. you get. No, that's a problem in our country dirty. among many is that we don't, people who complain and then don't vote, and then people that. Uh, it's a part of your civic duty. Yeah. A healthy, robust jury system is a good thing. I believe in community, so I would, yes. But I've never been chosen because they don't think of me as a good citizen. Because <laughs> you just go there saying, guilty. Oh, I, I never got a chance to do it. I've never been asked to be on jury duty. Really? Uh-uh. In all these years? Uh-uh. Are you on some kind of list? No, I jump from, remember, I jump from county to county. I go from place to place to place. Oh, man. Keep changing your county. That's They're like, no, that's all right. All right we'll talk here some for uh, Texas baseball coming up. Also in one hour, buddy Nick Shuley will be here with our live music update. Nick will also give us an update on that NIL bill that's moving through the Texas uh, legislature right now headed to Governor Abbott's desk. Of course, he works with the Clarkfield Collective and the uh, uh, close with the group at the Texas One Fund. Nick will help us with what that what that could change and how it will because it's going to the governor's desk and it's going to get signed. And how are they making you pay for the the race in Vegas? I'm, I'm trying to get to my casino. I'm trying to look at the race. I mean, how do you get in and out of your casinos there? They have back ways or whatever. It's right on the strip, right? There's so many entrances and exits. To those yeah, they'll close the roads for the race itself, but they'll be open other than that. I mean, they had all when I went out there for the NFL draft last but year. But you got to walk the streets, right? I mean, yeah, they'll, they'll let you still walk the streets. I don't know how, but where did that come from? I was just thinking. I mean, you got to race in Vegas, but Vegas is Vegas, and you got to get up and down the strip yourself yeah, to go to places. During the two-hour race, you're going to have a hard time getting up and oh, down the strip. Sorry, strips. Are, the casinos are closed. Maybe. No way. They're not closing the casinos. You don't even have to go to the race, Buck. You can just live in the casino and play your slot machines and be fine. Probably watch from your watch it on TV. Yeah, I'm just thinking if you want to go from one strip, I mean, one place to the next. I mean, I know how they have the go through all the, little rails and stuff. They get on the rail thing. Get on the they got those those like not tunnels, but the the over over bridges. But I got to be with my people on the streets. Oh. Me and Elvis and all the different Elvises that I like to meet in Vegas. The strippers. The last guy I saw. The when guy I was flicking in Vegas, the cards. It was 
Who did you, who did you see? Groucho Marx? I saw the guy beating his meat on the oh, sidewalk. In Vegas? Yes. Come on, they man. They don't do that. Right out, wait, right outside We had another of the pool hotel. party. It was he at the pool no, party? This is just right outside the exits of uh, Flamingo. The yeah. Flamingo? I'll never get it. Yeah. I'm with my grandma, my mom, my <laughs> with girlfriend. With my grandma. And this, oh, and this oh. guy is just doing a, giving a show out there. <laughs> we had an argument. I was like, could that be considered like art? No! Like, art? If, if he's, no, like, if it's he has not a tip art. Jar, if he has a tip jar right there. Like, <laughs> there's people doing close to that. And all I want to see is another Elvis. See, this guy's got guys out there stroking and poking and stuff. <laughs> yeah. My goodness. Yeah, no, no, that's not art. It's to each to each his own, but at the same time, no, that's not. No, I'm just saying, if the police came out to him and be like, "I'm oh, doing no. a live show right he'd be now," he'd going to playing jail. Playing the guitar or playing the flute is a little bit different than <laughs> he, he was going playing to, the skin <laughs> He's going to jail if they come that's across him. Lewd and lascivious conduct, right there. Okay, uh, we'll get to Craig Way coming up. We get your blitz ready. Should be rowdy on a Wednesday. Uh, ESPN and their FPI, their Football Power Index. You know, we're 100 days to the start of the Longhorn football season. That, according to the TexasSports.com. Texas football website, 100 days to the Rice game. There's your countdown clock. If you go to the, you can always you can always know what day is. If you go to TexasSports.com, go to the football t- thing. It's just tick, ever ticking, right? Ever ticking. Yep. Yeah, I'll go to it right now. You go to TexasSports.com, go to football schedule, and in the top corner there, they've got uh, countdown to game time. 100 days, 15 hours, 21 minutes, 27 seconds. Texas and Rice. 26, 25, 24. JT Daniels. Don't forget. JT Daniels. He's the getting Rice better out. every day. And according to ESPN's Football Power Index, which is that computer algorithm thing where they simulate the games, generated and projected records, uh, according to the FPI, Texas is favored to win the Big 12 and will win, according to the FPI, 10.1 games and lose potentially 2.6 games. Okay, I'm with that. So maybe 10, maybe 11. So that essentially is a 10-3 and record. You good with that? Would that be enough? In the all gas, no excuses tour, if one of the three is to Alabama, or should this team be eleven and two, or twelve and one? I mean, because that would be the Big Twelve championship, obviously. Well, yeah, I would say now regular season record. They say ten point one, two point six. Second on the list is Oklahoma, uh, with an FPI of sixteen point nine, so nine point seven wins, two point eight losses. You're expecting OU to lose two, yes. And so the, essentially if you add up their Texas, they have Texas winning the Big 12, the FBI right. does, which would be okay. that 13th game uh, for the Longhorns. Uh, Oklahoma, 9.7, so under 10 wins, over you know, two and just under three losses. TCU, 8-4. and four. Texas Tech, 7-5. and five. Baylor, 7-5. and five. UCF, 7-5. and five. Uh, Kansas State, 7-5. and five. Oklahoma State, 7-5. and five. Houston's about to get, to get a rude awakening, aren't they? Houston, they say five and seven, if that. Two point five is their FPI record overall or strength, power strength. West Virginia four and seven. Have they fired Neil Brown yet at West Virginia? That has not happened. They've been trying. For the last BYU two years. four and four and eight essentially. Kansas four and eight. That's what they say. Texas, ten, ten, yeah, two. Good. I yeah. I mean, I'm I'm of the opinion of. Getting to the championship game, e right. I, I you got to be you in know, the championship the first time, game. Uh, in a you while. have to be in the championship game. I'm not. I know. I didn't say win it. I'm. You got to win it. You got to win it once you get there. We've been there. Well, well you, you hope to win it once you get there, but only be won three all time, and you're leaving the conference now. Just be in it. Get it, and with a chance to win it. And this could be the first year in a while that they don't that the championship game is not a rematch, right? It's always 
since they've been, you know, the sure, nine yeah. rotation, it's always been a rematch. This year, you could play somebody that you didn't play. Now, it's if it's you know, Oklahoma or TCU or Tech, that you're going right. to play them twice. Um, you know, Baylor, of course, is a team you play this year. Uh, the only who are the teams Texas is not playing? UCF, not on the schedule. Cincinnati, not on the schedule. Okay. West State. Virginia and Oklahoma State. Yeah, are on those the top four, I believe, you could see twice. Yep. Uh, for sure. And wouldn't the Big 12 love that? Texas and Oklahoma playing in the championship game on their way out yes. to the Southeastern Conference? Because, you know, uh, later this month, the or in the next month, the Longhorn Brass and the Oklahoma Brass are headed to the SEC meetings to be a part of that over in Destin, Florida. But uh, this is their final year. That's what the FPI yeah, says. Yeah, that's what I'd like to see, Oklahoma and Texas on the way out. Wouldn't you like it to be like Texas Tech? No. Everything runs through Lubbock? No. No, I'm not Come wanting on, to see them Joey do McGuire. Any, I don't want to see Joey McGuire and him do good year number two. They did, hey, did well enough the first year. There's no expectations every year in Lubbock. There are this year. They have a very old team. They have a veteran team with a veteran quarterback. They don't care. They do. Who's they? When you say like the fans don't care? They do, but they don't. like. I mean, you're talking about like the frat girl, the sorority girls don't care. But the fans of Texas Tech, which are many. Um, the Lubbock you, locals? Well, but there's Texas Tech fans all over the state. They don't. A lot of them don't oh, stay in Lubbock. I'm just saying, like, there. I don't think they bleed as hard as we do, or, or even That's A&M, a, or OU. Who is this guy? They don't bleed as hard. You're talking what about is Texas this, like Tech the Aggies fans? who are like grabbing their their, they their care junk. More. They care more. I'm not saying they're better, but they definitely care more. You think Texas fans care more than Texas Tech fans? Yes, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Ooh. Mm. They don't have as much to care about. I don't need Joey McGuire having back-to-back if, good if years. You never, I don't. If you never win, it's it's easy to let your expectations. I can argue, having been here for 30-plus years now, is that Texas fans, more Texas fans that are laissez-faire about their football team than there are Texas Tech fans. They're pretty hardcore. There's a lot more to do in Austin. There's a lot of graduates that don't even like football. That is not the case in Lubbock, my friend. I would argue that. Everything goes through Lubbock. Everything. Remember, that. Joey McGuire, that's what he believes. Everything goes. And I don't need it going through there any longer. Really. <laughs> But the yes. teams I expect to, to to come back to that top echelon in in the in the first three is not TCU. I expect them to have a a little bit of a downfall. You know they got a pretty good coach and they recruiting has been well and they're stealing all kinds of people from Alabama. But the group from Baylor, I expect them with their quarterback going into his fifteenth year to be a little bit better. Blake Shapin's going into his second year as a starter. Where are you getting fifteen? He just became like a starter at the end of last two seasons ago. But he's been here three years. Not no. just two. This is his third year. Is this his Bohannon third year was now? The, the year they won the Big 12, Bohannon was their quarterback for the majority of the year, and then Shapin took over at the end. And then he won the battle in spring last year. So this was, is his third year. This will be Shapin's third. second full year. Okay. His third year third year. That's what I was thinking, yeah. yeah. And, Seems and, like forever. And to all the texters calling me ignorant, I did go there. I, I, I witnessed it. I know what those people are like. Yeah, he knows. So those for, for, people. For, for you people. Ty has brought what, a new element to our I show. Love it. Those people. Yeah, those people for those people. You were having. those people for a semester. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so he care. knows about those people. But you were there when they were real bad, right? And they were No, like, Patrick Mahomes was there. He was a, That was his first year. And no one went? No, no one cared. Those people. We stayed at the tailgates. No one went to the games. All right, well, that's everybody gets an opinion. That's what this is great about this show in this country, I tell you. Uh, for sure. You get an opinion, too, and you can voice it coming up on the Blitz. That should be fun uh, after the wake of this conversation. I must be awful about that, e, about saying get to the championship game. I know Ty doesn't like that. I mean, yeah, I, I like to – first of all, you have to get there in order to win it. So let's get in it. And win it. Okay. But first, let's get in it. 
Get in it and win it for Texas. Yeah. That's the FPI. Absolutely. Back. back with the Blitz. First, Craig. Where you get that from? Did someone tell you that? Did someone tell you that? Because I ain't for no games. Okay? No games, just gossip ahead of your Blitz every morning. Load it up, 447-3776. Uh, gossip brought to you by Bud Light, of course, and our great friends at Brown Distributing. Bud Light, the world's favorite light beer, has been for four decades. Also the official domestic beer partner of your Texas Longhorns and fueling the horns on this all-gas, no-excuses run to the Big 12 Championship and winning the championship. Up. Ah, win it you win must that thing. now. And thanks to our friends at Brown Distributing. You know, everybody should have a great experience around uh, the cold ones every time. Get home safely this weekend and every weekend. Memorial Day, though, especially encourage your friends to decide to ride, whether you're being the, de- the designated driver or getting an Uber, public transit. Get on the bus if you have to. Do not drink and drive. You can't drive home drunk if you didn't drive there. Enjoy your Memorial Day weekend and get home safely. Yeah, with the new please. transit system we're about to have, Starting to get underway here. There you go. Only a billion. Hey, but no subways underneath. Nothing downtown. Everything above ground. Trolley cars. It's tough to be a car these days. You and I were downtown last oh. week for that photo shoot, and like you, you we didn't have a lane. No, we didn't. We got like one little lane for our car. We got this bus lane. It's like oh my God. seven miles. The bus wide. is not that wide. Painted red. Like where, where there's a bike lane, and then there's construction. Like where am I supposed to drive the car? They really do want you to get out of your car and just, just get rid of it. Yeah, right? y'all should start walking to places and doing bikes. Yeah, y'all should. Yeah. That's kind of in the theory Those people. Eventually, y'all should get out. We, I'm not getting out. <laughs> no. I'm not giving up my F-150. That ain't me. Hey, um, salacious gossip. Ty mentioned this to us in Hot or Not last hour, but yeah, it does appear that uh, is Aaron Rodgers being genuine here? Because remember, since he showed up in New York, he got his hair cut. Remember, when he was in Green Bay, he was showing up looking like... Uh, Wolfman Jack. Well, yeah, the long hair going, the greasy hair. Look like Nicolas Cage had the wife beater T-shirts on, like he didn't care. He's showing up with the Jets. He's got his haircut, wearing the golf polo, cleaning up his act, looking good. He wants to show you. He wants to be there for more than a year. Yeah, and then he says uh, he surprised a bunch of his uh, teammates. Don't never never watched Jersey Shore. Like Jersey Shore, he's like he loves. He says he's a big, apparently a big fan of Jersey Shore, which means all Jets fans will love him now, right? Because he's a fan of the Jersey Shore. Yes. Yeah. He's doing good. He's doing good. Hey, Gwyneth Paltrow, entrepreneur. Remember, she was the one that saw, thought it would be a good idea to sell candles that smell like her hoo-ha when you light them. And sold them out. Sold them out. Yes. Nice job, Gwyneth. Well, now she's coming out. she got a company called Goop. And so the company has come out with Father's Day gifts. One of them is for guys and dad. It's a toy which apparently stimulates your prostate. It's your P-spot? Huh. And what dad doesn't want a little prostate stimulation? You know? Jeez. Happy Father's Day. Uh, it does vibrate, too. 219 bucks. Imagine getting that for your dad. $219? It's a certain probing device called the Lilo. I should just give him tees or golf balls. <laughs> $219? She's also selling the ArcWave Ion, which is described as an air-pulsing toy for penis owners. <laughs> That is terrible. I knew she was weird when I saw her on court TV. Dude, she's just trying to make money. She sees a hole in the market. Good job. She should have lost that ski battle now. Her her Father's Day guide also includes overly priced items like an $890 beach towel, $350 for an infrared hair dryer, and a $250 notebook for quote and jotting notes down. How much for the notebook? Uh, $250? $250. Yeah, Gwyneth, going for it. You know, something's worth as much as any of someone will pay for it. They're not paying for the notepad for two fifty. They might for, for the some uh, scratch paper for the uh, probe. Probably. 
<laughs> or the air pulsing sex toy. Be on the lookout, Dad, if you're listening. <laughs> it's coming a your package, way. There's a package in the mail. Bucky and I'll go in with you, Ty. If you end up, if you for 199 bucks, yeah, you will all go in and we'll get your dad that pulsating I air pulsing. Would, I think he would punch me in the. That's face. That's what I like to see him punch you in the face for 199 bucks. <laughs> oh man, and I'm gonna get you that hot honey pizza. That's what I'm getting you. Oh, but you're not, you're not thinking about yet. it. All right, let's wow. hit the blitz. The Bucky and E Blitz. The Morning Blitz brought to you by Apple Leasing, where you only have to pay for the new half of the car or truck. The half under factory warranty in any make, any model. Click AppleLeasing.com and see how easy it is. Should be a quite the blitz here. Thank you, Gwyneth. First blitzer, you're up. Hey, UT football's power rankings. Y'all still got to come through us. This is OU Mark. Still got to come through you, huh? We'll see you in we'll Dallas. see you. October Next, 7th. Yeah. Next Blitzer, you're up. Good morning, Coach Scalvolt. Good morning. I'm calling to tell you that it was me that took your Big 12 ring because you haven't admitted that I called roll left. This is Matt Davis. Matt Davis. Love Matt Davis. Nice wide receiver from the Metroplex. Next Blitzer, you're up. Hey, when did a bunch of cool Dolphins go to the Dallas Stars game last night? Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, like Eagle, fan, like Eagle fans last night throwing stuff on the ice. Come on, man. Next Blitzer, talk to us. <laughs> hey, good morning, guys. I'd like to congratulate the Aggies for kicking out Tennessee in that SEC tournament. Man, it only gets more brutal from here. Um, on a side note, the Aggies did come up with a new candle. It's called the Smell of Defeat. It's called the Longhorn. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty clever. I'm going to send a note to Gwyneth on that. Smell of defeat. Very like nice. Smell like stinky feet. Somebody would buy it. Next Blitzer, you're up. Bucky, this is the DOA again calling you about Nadia and Natalia. <sighs> hey, we've got two problems. One of them is they're not domestically uh, trained. And then the second problem is they're all going to Oklahoma. I don't know what's going on. Oh, my goodness. How is Natalia? <laughs> we found her yet? No. Next Blitzer, you're up. Which brother at your station had the worst basketball take of all time? Isaiah, Russell Westbrook is a top 10 point guard of all time, or Buckley, LeBron is better than Jordan. Interesting. Next, Blitzer, you're up. Yeah, this is uh, Bev, uh, Kearney. Yeah, hey, hey, Ty, I'd like to try some of that hot honey pie. <laughs> <laughs> wow, next blitzer. Oh, no, what was that? Next blitzer, you're up. Hey, Ty, I just want to let you know, that guy was playing the flute. The magic flute. <laughs> the old magic. He was a pro, too. Next blitzer, you're up. Hey, Gwyneth, I thought.